The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Today we're going to be talking about, well, our, our year so far, because it's June, which is crazy town. So we're going to talk about how our year has gone so far, if it has met our expectations of what we thought we'd do or, or not, because yeah, no, it never does. It never does. <laughs> the world's still on fire. I mean, it's not as much on fire. We made it past January 6th, which is a, yeah. a miracle in and of itself. Remember that Remember that time where the, we were recording and the sky was like actually black? Oh God. Do you yeah, remember that? I hella remember that. We're wearing masks. Oh, Lord. We're super far apart. No, no, no one's vaccinated. No one's, jeez. The sky was legitimately black. Oh, God. <laughs> yep, I remember. We were like, I hope it rains. <laughs> that was, that, yeah, because that was last July when we got started. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's start from January. So not a full, like, from July of last year to now. More like, okay, 2021, what were some of the goals that we set out in January, like, when, when the year started? Yeah. And kind of like, where are we now? Type of thing, so. Oh, I did everything but lose weight, pretty much. <laughs> so what, what were some of the things that, like, you were wanting to do, or that you had set out for yourself in January? I wanted to get an editor, which I got. Oh, which nice. is good. Hi, quack quack. How are you? Um, <laughs> and then I also wanted to kind of streamline my store slash website process. Okay. And I also wanted to become more more in tune with the Glazy community. There's mm. like a group of maybe like 20 people on Glazy who are constantly testing glazes and whatnot. And uh -huh. I wanted to like I want to get to know some of them. You know oh. what I mean? Okay. Well, let's let's go into detail with some of those. So for the yeah. for the editor, yeah. Tell our listeners oh. about why you wanted an editor and what they're uh, what they're working on for you. It's difficult because I had been looking for an editor for like three or four months at the beginning of this time mm -hmm. and nobody hit home really. Mm. Some of them I liked a lot and I tried and they didn't respond to me. Uh. And so my brain was like, if you don't respond, then that's probably your, your deadline for work too, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's like showing up to late to work on your first day. You're just like, can't really rely on you. Yeah. If you're not even going to respond. And this person just came out of nowhere. Legit just like, <laughs> came out of nowhere. And there were like, so there was, I mean, I'm not, yes, I am <laughs> in like a spiritual way. You know what I mean? Like a lot of signs lined up where I was like, I guess, I guess the universe is giving me this editor. I'm just going to take it. Huh. Um, so I just let it happen. She's very nice. She's very curious. Yeah. No, she's super cool. She's she's very um, how do I say lighthearted, mm -hmm. very open yeah. as so, a person. So what kind of work is she is she doing for you? Just for I mean I know what kind of work yeah, she's of course, doing. For yeah. But for our listeners, she does all the chill videos, mm -hmm. and and it's only to kind of see her progression with the videos and how she edits and if she can edit in the style that I like her to edit. Mm -hmm. She keep asking for videos where I talk so she has to sync the audio like I do. Yeah. And then I also wanted to streamline my website. Yes, yes. Uh, and that is going fairly good, but it's only because I'm getting more used to the system. Mm. I will say I'll probably have to get another printer soon because my Dynamo or whatever printer doesn't sync up with USPS. Oh, so you, like, you have a label printer, right? I have a label printer, but yeah. mine is like the name tag version. And USPS doesn't, like the barcode shows up very small on the piece of paper. Oh. So I have to mod it. I have to like go into a PDF, save the PDF, go into my saved files, screenshot that, and then tell the printer to print that screenshot. Oh God, that's way too much. Right. As for with my other stuff, you just push print and it prints. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's kind of the only problem I have right now. What, what were some of the things you were wanting to like streamline on your website? I wanted to make more things 
in number. Like I don't know what the word is because I hate English. <laughs> like I'm like making a series of things. Like making yeah. one. Like having one design and making ten things in that one design. Yes. Okay, I got you. Exactly. So what I've decided right now is like, okay, this month we're gonna concentrate on carving. Mm. Next month we're gonna concentrate on like altering the form. Mm. Next month we're gonna concentrate on a new glaze. Next, you know what I mean? Cool. And this is kind of the way my website goes now, where I'm like, I made five cups all in this new glaze that I made, go at it, you know? Okay. And they usually sell out immediately, like the cups. Nice, dude. And then I think next month I'll probably make a new glaze and after that I'll be like, okay, well, this one's gonna have like crystal glaze on it or this one's gonna have like a special handle on it. Mm -hmm. That way they know like, oh, this is from January, from February, March. Oh, that's really cool. So, you know, it's funny. I was just talking to somebody recently about like creating a sense of exclusivity yeah. and working in a series like that I think is one of the kind of the neat ways to do that because then it's kind of like, Oh, People are like, oh, he may not be making this again for a while, so I gotta hop yeah. on this now if I like it. So I, I don't like making, I wouldn't call it production work, but I don't like producing the same thing over and over again as much. Yeah, yeah. A lot of my stuff is very different. Now, I wouldn't say one of a kind, but it's all not the same, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. But it's in the same style. And because of that, um, yeah, I, I just wanted to make like five mugs like this. 10 mugs like this and just not touch it again. Yeah. Five bowls like this and not touch it again. So yeah, no, it's, it's big flex though. Like, oh, I have a piece of Lindsay's <laughs> work. From January of 2022. From 2019, she'll make them shits no more. Mm-hmm. She will not make them again. Well, I don't know if you, but yeah, <laughs> she doesn't make them no more. Yeah, no. I still I have your hand carved, uh, we know. Oh my and god. I still have that, yeah. Oh my god, I haven't made that in so long. That's one of the designs that I've actually been needing to, for, for our listeners, this is the, it's the Dark Brotherhood from Skyrim, the, yeah. the note that you get with the handprint that says we know. Shit was scary when you got it too. Oh, it was, it's so good though. You were like, you know, when you first got it, you're like, you know what? <laughs> yeah, and I, I would say that's about it as far as streamlining my, my own work. I just wanted to sit down and be like, I'm making this. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I. I got tired of sitting down and just being like, what do I feel like making? And then taking an hour to decide that process. Uh, I yeah. run a store, a pseudo business now, so now I have to like, cool, I need to make more mugs because that's all you buy. <laughs> that's all you buy is mugs. Mm -hmm. Why don't you make more things in mugs? Why don't you buy things besides mugs? <laughs> mugs the t-shirt of the uh, ceramics world. They really are. Yeah. What about you? You you did a big thing with your website. Oh my God, yeah. So I think, so when I started out the year, one of the biggest things that I wanted to do was redo my website because mm -hmm. in general, my goal for this year was to focus on building aspects of my business so that I could start getting more like passive income. But through that, finding ways to expand like the world of my work. So like, I, I mean, again, and some of this, I haven't made any progress on the website I got done, but the other, some of the other things that I've been wanting to do are like make little booklets that like show my sketchbook notes and like right. fuller descriptions of how I come up with my sculptural work, how I come up with designs, kind of some of those things that you don't, you don't see really anywhere else. Right. So I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to sort of expand the world around my work, but that started with redoing my website because the website that I had was like four, five years old, something like that. Yeah. I remember when you built that, but you revamped the hell out of it now. Mm -hmm. It looks so clean. Thank you. It looks I... organized. Thank you. It yeah. took a lot of work to organize it in a way that I think was easy to navigate and also had all of the information on it that I wanted because, or there's two main things that I wanted with my website. First of all, I wanted the website to have a more modern look mm. because the one that I had before just kind of was starting to look outdated. Right. And then the other thing is that I wanted to have a place where people who found me on Instagram, found me on, you know, Facebook or whatever to be like, oh, like this is cool work. Like, let's learn more about 
about this person and I wanted to have a website that actually let them learn more about me instead of being like, okay, cool, here's like 10 other additional images of her work in like a two paragraph bio. Right. That's not a lot. Like, yeah. yeah. So I wanted people to be able to go and read about the stories behind my sculptures or like how I came up with my coffee stat mug design. Right. You know, things like that. Like an in-depth look at the artist's work. Yes. Yeah, and I like that a lot. Thanks. I've yeah. been wanting to do the opposite route of just like ghosting everybody. <laughs> Leaving little trails of my work. Like, oh, he left his pottery journal. What did he look like? Uh, he deleted all the fucking Instagram and videos that had his mm. face on him. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I feel like it's important for people to be able to like get to know us because I think yeah. even though it's nice to kind of have an air of mystery to some degree, I feel like especially for new people, like I really notice when I, if there's an artist who I see online, but I can't really learn that much more about them. I don't know. Like I, I notice a wall go up you because like drop it's like off. kind of well I mean it's not like it's not like I intentionally drop off it's just that if I'm looking to learn more about this person and I don't have the opportunity to do so I don't have that chance to build that more personal connection that would make me feel more connected to their work there is there's an artist Sage Cortez I think is her name uh anyway on Instagram she's hand and fire mm -hmm. and I remember seeing her work and even though her style maybe isn't one that I would normally be drawn to mm -hmm. I started following her on Instagram and the more that I like learned about her and her business practice, I went onto her website, I read about her whole story, and I was like, holy shit, like this woman's amazing. And I bought one of her pieces because I'm like, this woman's oh, amazing. See. So more than her work. So. More yeah. I mean I like I, I enjoyed her work, but it was not just the quality of her work, it was who she is as a ceramic artist and as a business person. Uh -huh. And I wanted to have a website that gave people that opportunity as well. So that took way longer than I intended to. Like, I think I started redoing my website like mid to end of January. I mean, you did it well though. Thank you. I, I looked at it and I was like, mm, nice. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm not doing this. This is nice though. <laughs> <laughs> nice. In talking about like reviewing like the the year, half of it is like, well, I had a timeline set up. It didn't go to that timeline, but I got it done. Like I think I was I originally put aside like two and a half weeks, and I think it took about two months. Two and a half weeks. I You're know. Cracked, I know. I know. You're, if you put a, if you initially told me two and a half months, I'd be like, "You're cracked. It's gonna take five. Uh, it would take me five. And I stay up days to do shit. Like, no, no. I'm just, you're just far better. Well, you're also more uh, linguistically gifted than I am, too. Like, you're... It's... You're better at conveying your words than I am. Half the time, I'm just like, what's that word? <laughs> that starts with an I and ends with an I. I? That's I. it. There the word go. I. That's it. That's the word. Uh, I think it's just practice, dude. Like, I think with anything, it's it's, it's like ceramics. It's like, you, yeah, you may have some, like, aptitude towards it, but then anything after, like, that base level is, like, just practice and work. So I think you, you know, if you wanted to... Takes practice? Yeah, it takes practice. To get good at ceramic it, artwork? It, it does, I know, right? You well, didn't just well, like... Well, the, the parallel I was bringing you with was... You didn't make just like Grecian and four of aces off, out the gate? I, I mean, I totally did. And then I, you know, got knocked on the head, experienced amnesia, and now I had to start back at the bottom. But no. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of a meme. So on my Discord channel, I have like a pottery memes uh -huh. channel and somebody had posted like this potter heart at work making a bunch of pots, uh -huh. you know, and the next scene was like Link from Zelda kicking <gasps> in the door, going, Hah! Oh no, oh no. <laughs> and him turning around like, fuck. Shit, shit. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. That's and so funny. So you finished your website yeah, in yeah, two so, and a half months, which by the yeah. way is an astounding, oh, God. would have taken me way longer, I think. Well, I, I think I think the only reason that it, I eventually was able to get it done is that's basically all I focused on. I didn't have an Etsy update until like April, I think. How often do you 
update your Etsy, by the way. Well, that's another thing because right. it's so. So last year when I set up the made-to-order system, my goal was to have an Etsy update with that once a month. Um, I did not stick to that at no. all because of this stuff came up. Beginning of the year, I didn't do any updates. I exclusive, pretty much exclusively worked on my website. And then I got to the point where I'm like, this is taking a really long time. And the posit the natural positive feedback loop of making something on the wheel, trimming it, glazing it, selling it, like that all creates a sense of like setting goals and then meeting those goals, which makes me feel like successful. Right. But because that wasn't happening, I kind of started getting into a little bit of a slump. So I've actually done like three updates in the last like month and a half. So month and a half. Something like that. Yeah. How many do you do? How many pots? Oh, not that many. Like I think the, so, so the first update that I did after I did my website was like maybe 35 pieces, mm -hmm. something like that. And then I did a, oh no, I guess I, no, I haven't done three. I'm hopefully, fingers crossed, gonna be able to do three. Maybe by the time this episode's out, I will have done the third. But um, I did the, where it's like, I made the things and then sold the things. Right. And then I did a made to order update. And as we're recording, that's what I'm working on right now. I and see. then what I hope to do, if I'm able to squeeze it in, is all of the extras that I made for the made to order update, mm -hmm. those will all be in another pre-made update, basically. I see. If that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I feel like I've kind of swung on the pendulum of like the first part of the year was all of like the business shit that I wanted to get done. And then I was like, oh man, I'm not feeling successful because I haven't been making a lot of stuff. I'm gonna make a bunch of shit. Right. And then because I'm gonna get to go visit my, uh, my dad in Switzerland for like a month and a half, I'm kind of hoping to use that time, even though it'll, you know, it'll partially be vacation because it's, you know, I get to, I get to travel. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But part of that time I want to be kind of reeling it back in and going, okay, let's, you know, if I want to make a book, let's start writing the material for those books. Let's start compiling photos. So that's kind of what I'm hoping to do as I'm over there is like kind of get back to some of those like business things. I was, I'm asking, I was asking because like, I maybe do a store update like once every month and a half to two months. That's pretty good. But I drop like 40 pots, 50 yeah, pots, and then I yeah. just leave it for another. And it's mostly because I have one kiln and that's my bisque and my glaze kiln. Yes, yes, I hear it. I yeah. Hear it. And so, if I had two, I'd be like, that's the bisque, that's the glaze, and I could cycle them out. But that's not happening for mm, my house. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, that'd be a lot. But I mean, you've got a decent sized kiln too, so you can fit like yeah. a fair amount in each of those firings. Well, it's a curse and a blessing because if I had your type of kiln, I'd probably have like double the amount of glazes developed by now because there's less space oh, and every yeah. time I fire, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But also I do get more product out. So when I glaze stuff and I make sure the glazes are good and set, I gotta make real sure because yeah. I'm losing like double if not triple the product if I do it incorrectly. Yeah, that's part of the reason I, I got the small, the, the KM818 scut kiln because I was like, okay, I don't want to, or I want the ability, I mean, not that I've done much glaze testing, but I was like, okay, I want the ability to, if I've done glaze testing to like not lose yeah. like 60 pieces if, yeah. I, if I screw something up on my end. Yeah, I mean, do you feel like that's that's something you want to continue for the rest of the year? Like doing an update every like month, month and a half or? I think that's just where I can do it right now because the majority mm. of the time it's just the pictures. So Wait, what do you mean? Well, making the stuff isn't too bad. Oh, okay. Like I can, I can not make an update for two months, mm -hmm. load 300 pounds worth of clay, including the recycle. I can get like 200 pieces, mm -hmm. maybe 150 pieces, load them, do all the stuff, do commissions while I'm at it. I have oh. a tester kiln I could do, you know, which by the way, for those of you who are like, oh, just get a tester kiln to test glazes. It, eh, 
Yeah, because the heat works different, right? Yeah, like the, the, the heat distribution is completely different. I could put floating blue in my tester kiln, and it'll come out like rutile brown. Mm -hmm. But if I put it inside of my cone six big kiln, the heat distribution is so much, or there's so much more heat that holds on for so much longer, that it turns a completely different color half the time. Do you think you'll continue to do updates like every month, month and a half? I'm, I'm going to have to just because that's the fastest I can do it, essentially. Along with my job and all the other stuff I do, mm -hmm. I, I can't. You know, like imagine. Well, no, I mean, like, would you want to do less? Like, I mean, I'm um, saying, like, you know, even if that's like the max that you could do right now, just in terms of how much you can make. Unless like, I really started like hoeing myself out, <laughs> it would have to be every two months. Unless I started making YouTube videos where I'm like, look at my new kiln load. Here's my website. Yeah. And then do an Insta like an Instagram post of like, here's my website. Go to my website and then make a TikTok post of like, oh, look at me throwing party. By the way, here's my what. Like, unless I start doing that every week, I'm which I I don't. I try sometimes, but I don't really. Yeah, every two months is good. Like, yeah. I have maybe five pots left on the website right now. Oh, nice. It's because the people who follow me know when I update, keep up with my stuff, uh, and they buy out all the pots. Gotcha. Okay, so when you do an update every month and a half, two months, usually most of it will most of it will sell out pretty quickly? Yeah, but I know the goal is to get more people and then produce more and then more and more and more, more. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just, yeah. I don't know, I, I feel lucky enough to to have the people who follow me go to my website and buy that stuff initially so that I don't have to worry about expanding as much. Yeah. So 40 pots every like month and a half to two months is kind of fine with me. Yeah. And if I did any more, I'd have to up production or space, which I just don't have. Yeah. I have a garage that I work out of with one kiln and a tester. Anytime you, you're like, oh, that's so pretty. It's so new. That's just from my knowledge base because I made a new glaze. because uh, I've been testing it for three months. Yeah. because I made a new shape. It's because I was up at 3 a.m. working on new designs, you know. Yeah. Has almost nothing to do with like, I got a new piece of equipment, yay. Mm -hmm. My Enviro Cleanse thing is not helping me make pottery better. <laughs> it's just keeping me alive longer. Yeah. After your website update, like what was, do you, did you have a next goal in mind? Are, or are you like, the website's done. The website is what it is. It's gonna be that way for a while. Yeah, web website's pretty much done. I, I have a couple tiny things that I need to add. Like I still, <laughs> so bad. I still haven't added the uh, dimensions of my sculptures to my website because all of my sculptures are packed up and I don't want to unpack them all. But I think I just need to like estimate them and just, just to get the dimensions up there. Yeah, um, that's kind of what I do with cups. Yeah. I put an asterisk next to the inches in width. So that if somebody buys a pot and they're like, this is 3.75 inches, oh God. not 3.7. I'm like, dude, this, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. You're being picky about so, it. So you put the height and, and width. Do you not, you not, you don't just do the like liquid capacity? I measure, I do all three. So I measure, oh. I measure the mouth, I measure the height. Uh -huh. And then I usually, while I'm washing them and scrubbing them down with the bottoms, I'll get a cup that holds like two cups of water mm -hmm. and then I'll pour it into the cup. Mm -hmm. wash it, and then I'll just see how much is subtracted from the cup. Oh, okay. So, like, if it fits 16 ounces, you know yeah. what I mean? I'll just, like, put, holds about 16 ounces. Sometimes yeah. it fits 14.25 ounces. <laughs> yeah. And then I'll, I'll just put, holds about 16 ounces. Yeah. Holds about 13, 14 ounces. So that way they, they don't feel cheap and buy, like, oh, I bought a 16-ounce mug. It holds 14 ounces. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I also want to keep the standard in between 8, 12, 16, and 20 ounces. Yeah. I don't... I don't know. It feels it feels weird to me to put like fourteen point five ounces. Yeah, that's something that I kind of need to standardize with mine too. Because weirdly enough, most of my mugs hold like fourteen ounces. So it's great if you have like a twelve ounce cup of coffee and then you want to add some cream on top. Right. It's great for that, but it is kind of a weird like in between size. So um, yeah, no, I uh, 
I was going to say something. What was I going to say? Um, you were going to talk oh, about... Oh, yeah, goals. Goals after the yeah, website's done. You were going to talk about how, how you're making Mud Peddlers t-shirt merches. Oh, my God. Yes, that... You know what? I legit am going to write that down as we're recording <laughs> because that actually is something that, yeah, that would was, be really fun to do. That was inside your head. That was. That was totally not just incepted by you nope. at this exact moment. You were going to... You were going to... And you were going to sell it on your website. I was going to sell it on my website. <coughs> Look up the mud... Peddlers. And then people were going to bug us for Mud Peddlers mugs. People are definitely going to bug us for Mud Peddlers mugs. And then we were going to make those. And we're gonna, Yeah, we're going to make all of them. And uh, and then we're going to have... Oh, that's... Okay, so that is like legit something... Two things I want to have by the end of this year mm -hmm. is a Patreon and a YouTube. Okay. I think those are like... I think... Because I've been... <laughs> any of y'all who have like messaged me about this know how many times I have said, yeah, that's a great idea. I've been meaning... Like, that's been on my radar for a while. I just need to sit down and do it. I can't even tell you how many times I've written yeah. that as a message reply. And I'm just like, you know what? I need to do it because... People want to support you. Yeah. Because they like the stuff really, you do. It makes me really happy. And especially with the mud peddlers, like, it makes me so... Thank you guys so much for like every time that you like tag Dante and I or say like, hey, like oh, enjoyed the episode, like it was really helpful. Like those kind of things seriously fuel me to be like, okay, this is why we're doing this. Like we're not just shouting into the void. We're actually like Yeah, there's people listening. Yeah. And it, that that feels really cool to know that that's you know, people are people are getting something out of it, you know? Yeah. You were also wanting to talk about getting more involved with Glazy. In case anybody doesn't know, Glazy is a website where you can create and share like glaze recipes, basically. It's, it's a glaze database. It's a glaze library. Yeah. And the cool thing is it doubles as Digital Fire as well because Digital Fire is like a source for a lot of the terminology and, and information that we have. Like it even has a whole section on like checking to make sure that your glazes are food safe and some of the concerns about them. Mm -hmm. But Glazy does the same thing. It just has pictures and recipes, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Digital Fire also has a lot of, like, if you want to know, like, what is titanium dioxide? Yeah. They'll have, like, pages yes. of, like, this is what titanium dioxide is. Yep. This is the chemical formula. This is all the stuff. So There's, I don't know if Glazy has that, too, but... No. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Glazy, Glazy is a lot more... Uh picture and recipe library-ish. Mm, okay. But digital, digital fire, you're right, we'll get titanium dioxide and then put it in two dots and be like, here's how it melts at cone five. Here's how it melts at cone 10. Mm. Here's what it looks like in its powdered form. Here's what it's used for. Is it an opacifier? Is it a glass former? Is it a flux? What is it? You know what? Mm. Is it a stabilizer? D what happens when you mix this with this? Does it make a little color? Like, Digital Fire gives you like a page worth of info. Mm. As for Glazy, is just like, yeah, here's the recipe. Yeah. And here's some pictures. And here's some pictures. Yeah. Those two together make you unstoppable as a glaze chemist, really. So there's this potter, right? I think his name is Matt. And okay. he's like a glaze chemist. And he teaches classes. And they're supposed to be super fun. I, I think his name's Matt Katz. Okay. And he... He teaches glaze chemistry classes, and he's a really good teacher, evidently. But all his students get to know each other on their social medias, oh. and then they end up making glazes, and they look phenomenal because he's a great teacher, mm -hmm. right? I'm, I don't know him personally. I'm just... Because, like, obviously the product is worth the brand. Yeah. <laughs> right? The proof's in the pudding. And, like, they all get to be friends, and they all post stuff on glazy, and I see them, and I'm like, me too. Oh. I haven't entered the class. I've never taken the class. But I'm just like, yeah. I make lasers too. I just wasn't taught by the guy you were taught by. Aww. And so you just, you want to be like, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to, I kind of, I don't know. I just wanted, I wanted to join a group of people who make glazes so that they can share information with each other. Like I have one guy on my yeah. discord named Nick 
Nick mm-hmm. Alpine, I think his name is. Okay. And he's been a great resource. I ask him questions that I can easily look up myself. I just like talking to him. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody asked one time, like, all the questions that these people ask, including Dante, how much of the questions would be easily answered by just taking a taking a glazed chemistry mm-hmm. class? And he's like, 90 to 95%. Ah. Like, literally all of them. Yeah. And I was like, I just like talking to you. Um, there's another guy named Jake. Jake Jacob. Jake Corby, I think. Okay. Jake something. He's another guy. He's the one who, I don't want to say developed, but he put out there on Glazy the uh, red oil spot recipe that I use for a lot of my stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I think it's his recipe. Mm-hmm. I modded it a bit, but like I got it from him. He's super cool. He follows me on Instagram. Oh. It's just I wanted to kind of be, I, I want Potter friends. Yeah. Which is difficult to say because I'm fairly anti, I don't want new people. I just want to be around the new people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? No, I do. I do because it's, it's like... I don't know. To me, especially because those kind of communities can be online, it's not like, you know, there's a little bit of like a safer distance where it's like you can kind of engage when you want to and pull back when you need to. Yeah. And having it be centered around something that like everyone's passionate about, like it's kind of like the same thing, like going to a convention. It's like, we're all here because we love the same thing. Right. Like. not trying to be your best friend, but I like being around you because you do the same thing I do. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how would you say it's been getting more involved with the community so far? We know about each other. Mm. We're, uh, I wouldn't say we're flirting. <laughs> we're not on a date basis. You like going out to grab a cup of coffee? I, yeah. <laughs> I like to go to their football games and watch them slam other dudes. This is getting weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, no, we're, we're, we're aware of each other. We like each other's posts and that's kind of all I wanted. So we've talked about the, the the main things that you were kind of like wanting to do so far, kind of how it's been going so far. So what do you what do you want now for the rest of the year? Kind of bouncing off into the next six months of 2021. I think my next goal is to make sure that I sell out every time I upload Ooh. on the website or something like that. Because I just hate that I have like three or four, five maybe pots in the website right now. Mm. I hate it so much. I can't stand Like they're on my it? shelf and I'm like, those should have sold. Hmm. <sighs> Are you going to try and, like, increase your following so that more yeah. people... or And, like, kind of put more attention on, like, hey, I have a website. There's stuff on my website. Well, the issue really isn't that I don't have enough of a following. The issue is that people don't know about it. If you think about oh. it, I do, like, PSAs on, like, silicosis, and I do how to make a pottle. Pottle. A pottle! <laughs> <laughs> I do how to make a certain cups and a bottle. I'm doing one on birdhouses soon made of ceramic clay. Yeah, yeah. Things of that nature. And then my TikTok is just, like, funny potter shit. And then my Instagram is like, look, I have pottery. I make it, huh? And then my <laughs> stories are just me ranting. And nowhere in nowhere in most of my social media is like, by the way, I have a website where I sell my things and have a blog. It's very rare that I post those exact words on the yeah, screen for yeah. you to see, whether it's YouTube, Instagram, unless it's in the description below, which mm-hmm. people don't be reading anyway. I have to get better at that. Yeah. It's amazing how much, like... Like, I feel like as makers, the thing that a lot of us run into, and I speak generally about this because I hear this from, like, other people and other, like, arts, like, advocacy organizations. The common consensus. Yeah, yeah, that people are like, oh, I don't want to, like, bother my followers with stuff. But it's like, no, you need to repeat stuff over and over and over again because, like, I mean, even, even on things that, like, I think I'm repeating enough, I will get people messaging me asking about things. And I'm like oh, okay, so clearly I'm not, you know, I need to continue to repeat this information because even though it seems like, because I'm in my head, it seems like I'm just, that's all I'm talking about. But for followers who are on the other side of the screen, 
and it's like, no, like we need to. Because you experience in your own work, even if you post like three times a day, mm -hmm. you're then posting about your website three times a day. But to other, you're right, to other people out in the world who see your post once every two, three days, yeah. that's how often it's mentioned to them. So it seems like a lot to us. Yeah. But, and realistically, that's the way you get new followers and that's the way you, you get them to direct. Like TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, well, TikTok and Instagram mostly, are more of a funnel to lead them into your website mm. as far as a business point of view goes if you're trying to sell your work. Yeah, yeah, I could I could, I could, see that. I could see that. Yeah, because I think I remember John, John the Potter talking about that where it's like his YouTube is a, like a funnel to get people to his Patreon mm -hmm. and to his web store yes. to buy his work because that's where that's where most of the the finances come from for him is selling his selling his work on Patreon. That's also how he gets better. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He affords solar panels and more kilns through selling his work, yes. but lets you know about his work. Like that's that's how that goes. Mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm. Anything uh, anything else you want to add for like thoughts on the rest of the rest of the year or like how things have gone? And I think the next step for us both is just merch <laughs> <laughs> like i hate to say it but like and by saying it i'm pushing that narrative too mm -hmm. whether consciously or not but like t-shirts yeah. stamps we gotta we don't have yeah. to get on it but like uh yeah no i kind of i kind of want uh, yeah i want to do more of that stuff too like i started like because i i Sticker am theme. obsessed with stickers i i buy i think i spent probably 50 dollars on stickers last damn <laughs> Because I'm a responsible person. No, because it's like, okay, so... so They're just stickers, Lindsay! I know, but I love them and I want them all. But, but... I don't see no stickers around the studio. Where are you putting well, stickers? I put them on my sketchbook and I also put them on my on my bullet journal. I just haven't... I ha I'm waiting. There's none on you? Because I got a new bullet journal and I'm waiting for the 70... Or wait, I'm waiting for like the $50 of stickers that I bought to come in the mail. You bought $50 of stickers in one go? No, over like two and a half weeks. It was, okay, realistically, Over two and a half weeks. it was probably, okay, you know what, I'm sorry, my, That's Ir a lot of stickers my, my Irish storytelling is coming out, it was probably closer to 30. It was probably closer to $30 in stickers, but. That doesn't make it, but that's a lot of, look at It's a lot of stickers. So, my point being, when we talk about merch, I love stickers and I want to, I kind of want to, like, I don't know, like, it feels like, I don't feel like the cause sticker community is, like, I, don't think, I, I don't think that's, like, the right word for it, that's a little much. sticker community? But it's like, we love stickers, it's great. So, anyway, so I, I think what's cool about the idea of getting merch is that, like, it, it allows a low-cost access point for people to get into, this is gonna sound like I'm sniffing my own farts, just no, no. To, to pull a phrase from you. Go. But, like, to, like, to, to, like, to get involved with, like, the fandom, that's not, like, that's not the right word word for it because that like makes it sound like it's like a bigger deal than it is for you actually it works because you've got like 50,000 subscribers I'm not that famous like, you, you're basically famous but I'm not that but, famous but, but the, the, we're gonna find out when we go to Enseca if people run me down we're gonna have an issue people are gonna run you down it's people gonna, it's gonna happen down. they're hell gonna run you down anyway uh, <laughs> run, run Dante down guys please, anyway please Jesus but, <laughs> but no no, no. but the, 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 the thing that I think is cool is that fun small things like merch allow people like a low cost access point to like support our work, show their support for our work. And it's also like, again, like for some of the things that I want to be doing with my merch is doing the little notebooks that not only are a low cost access point to support us, but are also like, it's a way for people to get to know my work better. So I don't know, expanding the income streams and expanding the ways for people to, I don't know, get to know us more. My blood is about to explode. Your what? My bladder is about to explode. Oh, sorry. We should stop. All right, I'll be right back. Bye, oh, Lindsay. And that's it.
for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. But you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review the Mud Peddlers and Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again and we'll catch you next time. I'm thinking where it's like, you know, you can only transform into something that you've seen. It was a really strong druid the whole time who just stayed <laughs> in chameleon form. <laughs> oh my god! That's the best headcanon ever! The chameleon in Jangled is actually a high-level druid. Yes. <laughs>